0: to help us get out of our own way and unapologetically make some moves. So girlfriend, let's do the damn thing. Hey girl, I'm so excited that you're here for today's short little episode. We're just going to have a real talk conversation about change and charting your own path. So I hope you're ready for it. But first, I do have to tell you, I'm in kind of a goofy mood, but I want to thank you because I was just starting recording, you know, and I put my headset on, which is like a Britney Spears headset. I plug it into the computer and I just kind of started laughing because, you know, it sounds cool to have a podcast, but when you really think about what it means to be a podcaster, I'm talking by myself to an imaginary person, AKA you, while I'm sitting in a room with my dog. (laughs) Like that's what I'm doing. So thank you for being here. So I'm not just talking to myself, but instead I'm talking to you. I'm grateful (laughs) for this conversation. So let's dive into today's topic, which was actually inspired by some messages that I received on Instagram, which girl, if we're not connected on Instagram, it's my personal favorite social media platform. I answer every single message. So if you ever want to give me feedback or podcast ideas, or just share your takeaways, or just tell me more about your life, slide into my DMs. It's at Kasia, K-A-C-I-A dot Fitzgerald. Come find me there. So now, that being said, I want to get on the same page here about this topic, but basically it was inspired by some messages that I got on Instagram after I posted about how a year ago, my fiance, Sina and I had booked our wedding venue. And let me just tell you it was the most gorgeous winery up in Temecula, which is about an hour north of San Diego where at the time that I'm recording this we live. And I guess I should just insert here if you're new and you this is your first time listening to the podcast, we are currently in the process of moving from San Diego to Austin, Texas. And we're actually 2 weeks from doing that at the time that this episode is released. And if you're wondering, no, we don't have a place to live yet. And yes, we are choosing to move during the hottest time of the year, during a global pandemic. And I am choosing to look at this as an adventure rather than try, like trying to think about like all the crazy things that could happen. Um, and that's honestly for another episode, but I figured I'd keep you in the loop. So anyway- Back to the original story. I shared on Instagram that we booked this gorgeous venue in wine country, north of San Diego in Temecula. We paid our deposit. No, it's not refundable. Trust me. I tried to sweet talk them. I was like, I know you won't give us the deposit back, but could you give it to us like in wine? I'm down with that. They said no, but truly we canceled our wedding, like our venue, because we asked ourselves some questions and realized we were about to have a wedding that we did not actually want. It's like for us, we were caving to this hype. Some of it was self-imposed. Um, some of it was from other people that love us and are rooting for us because as you might be able to imagine, I'm 30 years old. And my fiance, Cena is 31. We've been together for 11 years, which means we've not only been in, like as part of the bridal party, a lot of weddings, but we've attended a lot of weddings. A majority of our close friends are married and almost all of them that are married have been together for less time than Cena and I have been. And truly, I think when you've been together for that long and you get engaged, people are like, finally, right? And they get super pumped and then you get pumped and then you just get pumped up of each other. And before we knew it, we were literally planning this wedding that was going to be massive. And that's not even what we actually want. So we canceled our venue and there was a lot of people. that we're like, uh, wait, what? You finally get engaged. You booked the venue and now you canceled the venue. Are you getting married? Like, what's the deal here? And it makes me laugh truly because I understand people being like, what the, and, you know, expressing that they're confused with our path. And I'm truly grateful for the support and the enthusiasm that people have for us in our relationship. But Honestly, it was a decision that we had to make for ourselves. And we've started to get really intentional about drowning out other people's expectations. Like I'm very curious and I'm very kind. So I want to hear other people's opinions, but I only give it certain weight Even people that are close to me, because if they're not living a life that I want to be living, then their advice isn't taken to heart as much, right? Um, They might not understand my path, and that's totally cool because I might not understand theirs, but we can have mutual respect for each other. And we had to really just understand that we are living in a world where society and people on social media and whatever it may be want to give their feedback. And we've got to choose how to interpret that. And real talk, I'm very open to other people's feedback. Like I choose. It's a choice to put myself out there on social media. I'm choosing to record a podcast right now because I think of us like we're girlfriends and I'm telling you about canceling my wedding venue, right? Like it doesn't bug me at all to get feedback, and it actually doesn't even bug Cena to get feedback. It's just part of this understanding of yourself that is necessary in order for you to drown out other people's opinions to to build a life that's true to you. And whether you're putting yourself out there on social media or not, the same rules apply, right? So how are we actually making these choices? This was the question that I was asked on Instagram. And how are we building confidence to make these choices even when some people don't understand? And how are we getting comfortable with this change? And how are we charting our own path in a world that sometimes feels like it's like, We all didn't know, like we didn't get the memo, but there's this handbook that we're all supposed to follow, like straight out the womb. That's like, you know, go to school, get this job, work your way up, marry this person and have 2.2 kids and a white picket fence and buy the house and do the thing and whatever. Like I did not sign up for that life path. It's not what's on my heart. It's what's on some other people's heart. And for them, that's awesome. Maybe that's what's on your heart. If it is great, but it's important that we're asking ourselves questions to make sure that we're living a life that we actually want to be living. So for Cena and I, and all big decisions that we have in our life, we go back to these questions. And this is how we decided to cancel our wedding venue. And this is how we decided to move from San Diego, a place that we actually really love to Austin, a place that we think is going to be even better for our future in terms of the business that I'm building and the lifestyle that we want to live and the family that we want to have right? And it was number one, this is number one of the questions. Does this decision feel right to us? And is this choice or this situation or this decision getting us closer to where we want to be and that vision that we have for our life, big picture, or is it moving us further away or keeping us in the same spot? right? Because we want to make decisions that are getting us closer to this macro vision of where we want our life to go. And number two question is if other people's opinions or societal pressures were not influencing us, of course they always are, but like hypothetically, if they weren't influencing you in any way, what do you actually want? So we were asking ourselves, like, what do I actually want, Keisha? What do I actually want, Cena? What do we want together? And what do we want for our future family? And if the choice that we're making or if the situation that we're in doesn't make sense in accordance to getting us closer to where we want to be, then we just have to change the game plan. We've got to get comfortable with changing the game plan. And it sounds like that's common sense and those questions are very simple, but they're not common practice and they're not something that we as humans that are just doing a million things at one time are taking the time to actually ask ourselves. And truly, exercising your right to choose your own path in a world that's constantly telling you what to think is actually pretty difficult. But... Trusting that inner gut feeling, your intuition, gosh, that brings so much joy and fulfillment. But the problem is sometimes when you're trusting your own intuition, you've got to also get comfortable with the fact that you might change your mind. And I wish that could get more normalized. This idea of like changing your mind, changing your mind, like in regard to your life plan, things like when you want to get married. I would have never thought in a million years, even even 10 years ago, five years ago, that I would be so happy being unmarried at 30. I also thought I was going to be done with my two kids by 30 and whoopsies, I'm about to turn 31 in September and I forgot to have those kids, right? So changing your mind on your life plan with things like when you want to get married or if you want to have kids or when you want to have kids or your career, like you realize you went to school for X amount of years to do this thing. But now all of a sudden you're like, my passion is to knit scarves and sell them on Etsy and donate part of the proceeds to like some, you know, nonprofit that I'm passionate about, right? But you can change your mind on your life plan. We've got to normalize that. You can change your mind on your preferences too. Like preferences, like small things, you know, Facebook memories (laughs) likes to remind me of the time that I was in college and I would eat Taco Bell cheesy gordita crunches at (laughs) 3am after drinking a lot of Burnett's vodka, which is just, I can't, I can't, you couldn't pay me to eat one of those now. You could say I've changed my preferences or even like a more impactful preference than a taco is the fact that like Cena and I both grew up in the greater Seattle area and we loved growing up there. We both went to college there, but now we've decided that we've changed our preferences and we would prefer to live somewhere where it's sunny at least 90% of the time right? So it's not that we don't love the Seattle or the greater Seattle area. It's just our preference is to live somewhere that's sunnier. Or think about these things, like bigger things than just your preferences. What about changing your perspective, especially as you evolve? Like you're constantly evolving. You're listening to a personal growth podcast. You know that you're constantly evolving. You're getting new information as you're changing. So for example, I was just thinking about the Black Lives Matter movement, full transparency. I went 30 years through my life. I'm embarrassed to say this, but I always keep it real with you. I went 30 years through my life thinking that being a kind-hearted person and not being a racist myself was enough to support this movement. And it's not, right? In the last month or two, I've realized, holy crap, I should have done so much more, right? And now I get to choose to do better, to show up in a different way. My perspective on the need for me to show up, like the necessity for me to use my voice or have tough conversations or educate myself has changed. It's not just a like, maybe I should. It's a desire need to do that because my perspective has changed and I've evolved. So it, like it, I like to think about it too, in terms of like getting new information my friend, I'm going to call him my friend because we FaceTimed. He's been on the podcast. He spoke in the collective, our personal development community. I love him. Trent Shelton. He says, if you don't see yourself contributing to the problem, you also don't see the power in being part of the solution. And I think that's really powerful. If you don't see the fact that your choices could be contributing to your problem, then you also don't get to see your power that you can be part of your own solution. You can get more comfortable with changing your mind. So girl, what should you be doing about your career transition, your business idea, the move you want to make, the wedding you want to have, or maybe the venue you want to cancel, the kids that you're thinking about having or adopting or not having? Well, first of all, I'm not one for like this idea of shoulds or absolutes, which is why I don't give advice that way to my friends on this podcast, on social media. I don't even teach in my online community, um, the collective or my podcasting course, a way of like, this is right and this is wrong. I can't tell you what is right or wrong for you. You're a different person than I am with different motivations, different goals, different visions for your life. So because I can't tell you, Neither can anybody else tell you what's right for you. But the best way that I found to get clarity on what I want and how I want to show up and the confidence to then actually do something about it when I figure out what I want is through taking action, taking that first step putting a deposit into my confidence bucket of doing the thing that I said that I was going to do after the feeling that I said it and is gone because those baby steps in the right direction are still progress. It doesn't have to be leaps. It can be these tiny little steps in the right direction. And in my eyes, it's always better to do something and get feedback, good or bad, so you can learn and you can grow. And, I will always choose the option of taking the risk rather than having regret. That what if, that gigantic question mark of what if I would have gone for it? What if I would have asked that question? What if I would have raised my hand? And truly, it's better in my eyes to have uncomfortable conversations. Like the FaceTime that I had with Trent Shelton, who graciously offered to get on a FaceTime call with me. And I had slid into his DMs asking him his perspective on how as a white woman with a predominantly white audience through this podcast and on social media that I could make impact with this Black Lives Matter movement in a positive way and also build a more diverse community with my podcast and with other things that I want to do in my company. And I mean, when he said that to me, when he talked to me about the fact that when you understand that you're contributing to the problem, you also get to be part of the solution, that was eye opening, right? And honestly, we're humans. We crave belonging, it's literally a human need, right? We have this desire to belong. So, yes. Failure, but really more so stumbling in front of other people and maybe getting some negative feedback is scary. I get it. Trust me, I've done a lot of it. I've stumbled a lot in front of people. And saying the wrong thing feels daunting or making the wrong choice and thinking like your mom, your sister, your best friend might not understand. That feels overwhelming. So does feeling like you're getting tons of curveballs thrown your way. But staying stuck. That really freaking sucks. And getting to the end of your life, realizing that you didn't even live the life that you wanted, but instead you live somebody else's life, like by somebody else's rules, that to me is so much scarier than starting scared or misstepping and having other people see you do it, isn't it? So girl, at the end of the day, remember every single time that you show up, You follow your intuition. You do the thing that you know is right for you, even if other people don't get it. You choose to do you, boo. You choose to follow and chart your own path. You get to build confidence, decision by decision, small ones and big ones. And building up confidence turns this internal dialogue of like, oh, what will people think of me? What will they say? It turns that dialogue into wait a second. I've got one shot here. I've got to make this count. Who's going to stop me? Nobody, right? We're in this together forever. I'll talk to you soon.